your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 214 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick, and today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. And today being Tuesday, that means that the draft is happening tonight. It's a very exciting uh, moment on the calendar for the NHL. And, of course, we are going to have today part two for you guys from our mock draft that we did with several other hosts of the Locked On Podcast Network. Then we'll be back here tomorrow with a brand new episode to talk about how the Rangers did. I don't anticipate the Blue Shirts uh, throwing everybody a curveball with that number one overall pick. I'm sure it'll be Alexi Lafreniere, but uh, whatever happens with the draft with the Rangers and every other team, we will be back here to discuss it tomorrow. I think that number 22 overall pick for the Rangers is definitely worth keeping an eye on. We'll see what happens. We'll see who they take. We'll see if they look to deal that pick for a player that is already in the NHL that the Rangers could add to their roster and perhaps give the team a little jolt for this upcoming season. We'll see how they want to play it. they got a lot of options. That's always a good thing. But for now, part two of our conversation with the rest of the Locked On NHL hosts, figuring out the rest of these top 10 picks here, and also just discussing anything else happening around the NHL. Enjoy. So, Jason, you want you want to recap? You want to recap? Okay. Yeah, just for the sake of it. Okay, Lafreniere, number one. Byfield, uh, number two. Uh, Stutzfield, Raymond, Quinn, Holtz, Drysdale. Bam. All right. Number eight on our draft board is the Buffalo Sabres. And unfortunately, the uh, wonderful gentlemen behind Locked on Sabres were not able to join us tonight. So we figured we'd uh, do the next best thing and turn it back over to at least a hockey team that also resides in New York. So we're going to head back to John Chick from Locked on Rangers to be our uh, pretend Buffalo person. Before John. John makes the pick. I just want to say I'm shocked that there's two guys right now that are still on the board. Yeah, there's there's a yeah, there's at least one shock yeah. on the board. Well, let me see if this is one of them. I'll let you guys answer as soon as I say it here. I think for the Buffalo Sabres, a team that's kind of struggled to score goals for however many years you might go back now, it's always something of an issue for that team. You need points, you need somebody who can put the puck in the net. And I'm going to go with Cole Perfetti yeah. for that pick. Was that Jason and whoever else said that? Was that who you thought was? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nolan yeah. said he might have taken him at four, and I was thinking about him at five too. Yeah. I thought about him at six. It came down. It came <laughs> down to the Raymond and Perfetti for us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I just think it's the way to go for that team. I mean, you got to keep Jack Eichel happy. It seems like every couple of weeks there's a rumor that either the Sabers want to trade him and like rebuild again, or they, you know, Jack Eichel himself wants to get out of Buffalo or whatever it might be. So I think you want to draft somebody like this that can play on the same line is Jack Eichel, hopefully. Somebody who's got some big-time upside, a uh, sniper. By all accounts, he's very smart, Very has a very high hockey IQ, and uh, 111 points in 61 games in the OHL this past season. So, yeah, I'm surprised he fell this far, but uh, if I'm going to represent the Buffalo Sabres here, give me a uh, cool perfect. Yeah, you did, you did them well, and I just want to mention that it also takes off the pressure from him to try to be a center because you can be the left wing on Jack Eichel's line. I think that would be a, a pretty symbiotic relationship between the two of them. Absolutely. 
All right, we are heading to the central division. As we get down to the wire in our top 10, we are going to go to Locked on Wild. You're on the clock. All right, this presents a kind of a perfect scenario, I think, for the Minnesota Wild. They need centers with Eric Stahl now gone, gone to the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Miko Koivu is not returning. He has not really announced that he's retiring, but he's no longer going to be on the Wild. The Wild are very, very thin down the middle. So the way this draft board fell, it's between kind of like a Marco Rossi or an Anton Lindell. And, and it, I think if the Wild are in this position, they're going to love this position. It's going to be a tough decision, but I think they're going to love this idea because uh, there's going to be two really solid center prospects here to choose from. Rossi's a little bit smaller, um, definitely a lot more fast. Uh, and, and, and has the ability to score and, and play make. Anton Lindell is very much a Koivu kind of clone, uh, plays a very 200-foot game, and, uh, but also has a little bit more offensive upside than maybe uh, Koivu did back in the day. So this one's a really tough one, but I'm probably going to go with, uh, with Rossi on this one. Uh, just, you know, when you look at kind of like the scouting reports here, you know, you, you see things like a guy doesn't ever take a shift off. His legs are always moving. I mean, that's kind of the tenacity that these young guys like um, Kevin Fiala and Kirill Kaprizov are going to need in the future as kind of a player to, to, uh, to, to bring them up another level here. And um, the other thing is too, is like, you know, he's got speed and the, these two players need to play with speed. The game is, is faster. It, it's, it's younger. And the wild have been slow and boring for so freaking long. You can't even imagine. So to get somebody that's dynamic and fast with, with ability to, to shake the defenders. I mean, that is huge. So that is the reason why I am picking Marco Rossi for the Minnesota wild at pick number nine. And I think this is a great pick. Um, and one that I think the Minnesota Wild would uh, would absolutely love to be in the position to take on uh, on next Tuesday's draft. Joe, tell them how many points he had in in Ottawa last year. It was uh, ridiculous. One hundred and twenty. Yeah, is that good? That's kind of good. Yeah, thirty two goals, eighty one assists. And that's the other thing too. Like with Fiala taking a step, with Kaprizov going to be coming in as well. Like. They need a guy that can also play make. That's kind of the other thing too that I'm looking at his stats here. It's like he also has a lot of assists and some of that could be by basically just uh, by osmosis and just being on the ice with other talented players. But like you need a guy that can also set up these players too because uh, Fiala is going to need the puck a lot. Kaprizov is going to need the puck a lot. You got some younger players in Jordan Greenway that potentially could move up the line. It's it's There's a lot going on there. There's a lot of people that are going to need the puck. And uh, the Wild right now just do not have that passer in their system. And I think this is a great player to, to bring in to their, uh, into, their, uh, into their system and, uh, and, and moving forward here just because I think that, uh, you know, when you, when you talk about the speed, when you talk about how just dynamic he is, this is one of those guys that I think the Minnesota Wild were, are going to be excited about. From J.D. Burke to Craig Button to Scott Wheeler, every draft analyst we've had on the show says that Marco Rossi will be playing the NHL next season. So he's a guy you can put right into your lineup, probably on a third line, and that's huge to get at nine. I, th- I think that's probably a steal of the draft so far. Yeah. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, 
is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today's episode of Locked On Rangers is brought to you by DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. All right, and we are going to round things out (laughs) with the Winnipeg Jets. Harrison from Locked On Jets, you're on the clock. you imagine watching a top nine pick round and you see Rossi is slipping and slipping and slipping and Perfetti is slipping and slipping and slipping and then boom, right before you get to your pick, all of the joy and happiness is sucked out of your life. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's what watching the Jets sometimes is like. But, but it's okay. We're cool. We're chilling. Because my original draft target that I thought would be around at this range uh, and of course, Joe from the Wild was considering, and uh, you know, obviously, I would have preferred that he made this pick, but it's okay. We're cool. We're still friends. I think. I don't know. I'm, I'm still, you know, not quite over it, but we'll select Anton Lundell from HIFK of Liga. Uh, Lundell is kind of an interesting player because the Jets basically took Lundell uh, 1.0 and David Gustafson. I think Winnipeg right now is, well, we don't really have many centers. We've got Mark Shifley and Andrew Kopp as our two best centers, plus the ghost of Cody Eakin, and I don't even know who else. Um, so we're, we're running out of time, and I think the Jets are probably in the most tenuous position they've been in since the relocation. I think that they basically torpedoed every single cup chance that they've had. They've completely mismanaged a lot of the talent on the roster. Um, and I, I think that this is a, a draft pick that they desperately need to hit a home run on. And Lundell... Right now is still a work in progress. He's still got some things that he needs to work on. But I think that his mature game, his two-way transitional play, and the untapped offensive upside that he's starting to show uh, will be a major selling point to him, hopefully, 
becoming a second line center. But I don't know. I mean, banking all of your hopes and dreams on this pick is probably not my most comfortable position, but this is kind of where the Jets are at. You know, we've had quite a few uh, off-season rumors already, so I think the Jets just need a win here. So no trades, no no wild movements, a couple of uh, steals in the draft. Uh, any any parting thoughts from, from my group here, looking back on the draft, on your picks? Uh, do you think that what you guys picked is what your teams are going to pick, or, or are we going to see something crazy? Are we going to see teams trading out of the top 10? Uh, who knows what's going to happen? What do you guys think? Well, it's so, interesting because – well, three people in here have multiple picks, and I know Trey, the Devils, and the Sens have three first-rounders each. Um, I'll ask you, Trey, who do you think was the surprise in that top ten? Uh, the surprise, in my opinion, is um, I, I just feel as though I have the most surprising one because it's just like everyone on in the New Jersey Devils organization is just saying, okay, let's draft this center, let's draft this winger, let's draft you know this offensive player, this or that and the other. And I'm just like, in my honest opinion, I, I, I've taken the other side of this argument, which is um, uh, we need defense. This is why I was a huge fan of the Riley Walsh signing, because we need young defensive men. Because at this point, I'm just waiting for the Seattle Kraken expansion draft, so that way they could either take Subban or Zajac, one of those two, or both. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. But I, 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 at this point, we need young defensive men to develop because Subban is not there. Mueller, not there. Severson, great, not there. Because, because you know, they're, they're not going to stick with us for this rebuild. I'd be stunned if they did. Um, I, I just feel like we, we need defense. And uh, I believe, so six picks in, no one's gone with defense. And I was the first one to say, I'm going with a defensive man. I'm not going to go with a, a center. I'm not going to go with a winger. But uh, – uh, who, who select? Yeah, Harrison does have a point. Who selected Quinn? What, what was your thought process there? Yeah, that was us in uh, Ottawa. Basically, with Detroit taking Perfetti or uh, Raymond instead of Perfetti, that basically played our hand. The after getting a number one center, the need for a goal scoring right winger is right there, and just the shot that Jack Quinn has growing up uh, or playing in our backyard with the sixty sevens. I just think position wise it made the most sense for us and we can try to hit other positions later on the draft with one of our 13 draft picks this year and jack quinn's one of those guys who burst on onto the scene right he had 16 goals at the ohl level last season and somebody mentioned he's an early birthday so he's one of the older guys in this draft some would say you know what 52 goals like you're on the number one team in the chl are you getting carried at all 34 goals at even strength led the entire Canadian Hockey League. Here's a list of OHL players who have had more goals in a single season than Jack Quinn in their draft year. And let's remember, this season wasn't even able to be finished. It's Patrick Kane had 62. Stamkos and John Tavares each had 58. That's the end of the list. I think my thought with Quinn is that, for me, a top five pick when I saw the, the players that were on the board, if I were to go you know, at, at five, and Holtz was still on the board. Holtz would have been immediately my pick because, like, in a lot of ways, Holtz looks huh. like the Swedish Kyle Connor to me. And Kyle Connor for me is a very frustrating player. Um, when he's scoring goals, he's immensely gifted and one of the best one-on-one matchup men with a, a beautiful release. 
It's just that the rest of his play is, is kind of a problem. But if you want pure goal scoring, that's what you got. I, I think for me, Quinn is actually a lot more of a playmaker than he gets credit for. Um, and this is something that some underlying tracking has found is that he's actually a pretty good setup guy. It's just, I think about how he's accomplished a lot of his goal scoring ability, which is definitely kind of uh, on his release and sort of, I, I think he's actually a pretty crafty player. And it's just, I'm, I look at Holtz and what he's accomplished in a men's league. It's a really tough sell. I think Holtz for me has that release. That's just one to be afraid of. Uh, if he's yeah. already doing it against pro goals, uh, pro goaltending, like Holtz for me, that dude is going to slap in like 30 to 40 a year. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at www.BuiltBar.com. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Roman. Talking about ED isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my bojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. I was just going to say, I guess my question for everybody is, how sure are we that the, the top three are going to go top three because like we were talking about on our show yesterday philip sedina was never supposed to fall to the red wings at number six in 2018 seth jones was never supposed to fall to the columbus blue jackets at four in what was that 2014 yeah so i mean like you have you go in and we've spent so long talking about it way longer than usual so i guess it it, it just kind of gets beat into you a little bit but i mean are we positive that that's kind of how it ends up i mean uh i was talking to well, I was talking to John uh, last month uh, in our crossover. I said, is there any, because I had a friend come onto the show as a guest star, and he said, you know, he wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers just, you know, fudge this up and just, uh, you know, just pass on Lafreniere. So I asked, I asked John, is there any chance that happens? And he said, 
Mm, not likely. Just yeah, like I put, I put well, I think it Stutzler is the only variable that I'm I mean, really thinking about. It would be the Kings that would switch things up here. Yeah, yeah. Byfield would be taken so fast at three if yeah. Los Angeles yeah. doesn't take so him. Fast. And and Dorian said we we know what we're doing at three. It just depends on what the Kings. do. I'm not convinced yeah. it's Stutzler though. I think there's a chance that it's Lucas Raymond because they've liked yeah. to go for the safer player in the past in terms of a two way game. Uh, you look at both forwards and D yeah. that you that they've drafted since Dorian was uh, named GM. Trent Mann is the the head scout. He does all the and it's always safe picks. And Lucas Raymond is definitely a, a safer pick than Tim Stutzla. I just needed a center at three. That's that's basically the only argument that I would have taken over Raymond. We we've had the debate plenty of times on the Locked On Senators. It's it's a toss up for us, but the positional need just takes advantage because of Holtz, which we talked about, and Jack Quinn. If they don't get Lucas Raymond, the number one right wing in the draft, it's okay to, to get your backup rather than the, the gap between Stutzla and let's say Rossi at, at center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's why I had Holtz pretty much all the way, is that's the Ducks' biggest need. I mean, they do love their Swedes, they've drafted them in the past, with obviously you have Ricard Raquel, who's an all star, Hampus Lindholm, who's an all star, uh, Larson. You know, a plethora of Do I need to grab like. my Jakob Silverberg jersey out of the closet? <laughs> Silfie! You know what? Say what you will, but that guy's an, all, an all-star caliber player. So you can grab that Silfie jersey whenever you want. That is fine with me. Oh, he's going to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to go get it. I, I will give props you to him. You told him to. I did. Um, yeah, he was on my... Wow, that is a thing of beauty. <laughs> Not going to lie. That's a beauty. Okay, by me. The the funny thing is with uh, the top two or three that you're talking about, I thought there was more. Maybe not so much with the Rangers getting the top top pick, but I know like we were even debating it uh, on Lockdown Wild when they were doing the second phase of the the draft lottery. Like, is Byfield more fitting to the Wild if you go number one? And so it was kind of more like a there might be more of a question. Plus, there was also late steam in the in, out there that maybe Byfield is worth taking number one uh, over Lafreniere. And I think there was, there was a little bit out there, like maybe there was more of a question there than necessarily between Byfield and Stutzla. I think, I think one and two may be more, more interchangeable than say two and three. I think there is a little bit of a drop off to Stutzla, even though Stutzla is much, is a very, very fine player. I, I agree with that. I mean, but you're right. The, whoever said it before, the Kings could mess everything yeah, they, up. They could, and, and I think that, you know, Rob Blake does kind of play it safe. I don't think he's going to go totally off the board. Stutzel is going to be interesting to see where he goes because I've seen some mock drafts and some, you know, draft analysis, draft ranking that has him a little further down and falling to teams a little further in that top 10. And so it really does hinge so much on what Rob Blake and his scouting staff decide to do is going to impact so much of the rest of the order. And, and you know, I, I think about the year that um, Columbus selected Pierre-Luc Dubois and everyone was like, why are you picking this kid? Like, he's not, you're going totally off the board. And they were like, he is the player who is the best for us. He's going to suit the needs that we have. We need someone down the middle. And now years later, he is a superstar for that team and he is going to be you know the number one center for that team for a long time unless they you know do something crazy it's Columbus who knows uh, but 
you know, I, I think of that draft of someone jumping up because a team saw their organizational need and they took that more seriously or put more importance on that than they did on who is the best guy at this position. So I think there's a lot of choices that are going to be real weird, maybe. Sarah, do you think that there's any chance Rob Blake selects a defenseman at number two? I, I think like I, I think that it's he keeps saying he, he has, you know, three or four guys that he's thinking about, and one of them has to be a defensive Keep thinking, Rob. On my show, but like they don't have another Drew Doughty. They don't have another number one guy anywhere in the pipeline. Um, Drew Drew Doughty at his prime, let's say, instead of Drew Doughty now. Uh, But they they don't have that. That is a big spot of weakness for the team. And so you look at uh, uh, Jamie Drysdale, who, uh, as I've said when I was on uh, your guys' show, the Senators' show, I watched clips of him, and I was like, holy crap, this guy is a video game. Like, he's wild to watch. And so I, I think that they're probably considering it, I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen. And I, I would kind of like to see it just because it would create such chaos in the draft. We're so used to just everything kind of going how we expect it to do. Um, I don't know that Rob Blake is the agent of chaos this year, but it's like a whole week worth of shows if he did. Sarah, yeah, well, you, you, you and I both know Rob Blake. You know that he would be the kind of guy that would do that. <laughs> Let's hope so. Okay, so – Let's say a crazy situation. Drysdale goes to obviously sends take Byfield. Nolan, are you going with Stutzel at that point? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Easy. Put yeah. him a cider on the I German national team and let absolutely. him go. Absolutely. I tweeted yeah. out a video the other day. It was just Mo Cider walking out of the uh, I, team I Germany it. locker room and with he was the just C? Yeah, he had the C oh, on, right? dude. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what. Uh, shake that. I mean, I'm Akon. Just just shouting it in his uh, little German accent. It was beautiful. I'm like, this is the future. I've oh, never I been. Want you guys to get Stutzla now. Just uh, that's oh, what I'm saying. Byfield. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And you guys get Byfield, so it's a good consolation prize. And then we duke it out in the in the Atlantic for. Yeah, until February, until yeah. <laughs> Nothing screams future like a song that's 13 years old. <laughs> hey, um, and who respects his tradition, which is a good thing in this in this city. Nolan, while, while I have your attention, uh, so the Detroit Red Wings obviously acquire Mark Stahl. Don't know why he's awful. Uh, from the Rangers. And, uh, John, it has been confirmed that uh, Lundqvist will be uh, waived by the um, – by the um, or bought out, bought out by the um, Rangers. I don't know if you saw that. But um, yeah. what, was, what was the point of that Mark Stahl trade again? Because that doesn't – I mean, it makes sense for the Rangers because I wouldn't want him on my team. But why would you take uh, Mark Stahl? Like, what, what, what well, is he going to bring? Well, so basically they didn't uh, – did, you know, they traded future considerations for him, which uh, might likely be nothing. Like, Chris Draper was traded for $1 uh, in a future considerations trade. That's, like, one of the famous stories around Detroit. But the idea behind it is basically you buy a second-round draft pick by offering the Rangers the chance to get that contract off of their books because the Red Wings have ample cap space – so you say, you know what, because we suck and we don't have any good hockey players worth paying any money, we're going to do ourselves a favor and hopefully eventually get a player that we, we can pay money later on down the road with the second-round pick that we pretty much it's, – it's literally buying a draft pick. Yeah, the Red Wings – I mean, I, I don't want to speak for the Red Wings. You know, obviously I have a on, Rain, on Rangers, but 
I think from their perspective, they don't realistically see themselves competing next season. So they can say all the right things like, oh, you know, we're happy to have Mark Stahl, blah, blah, blah. But really, they're just, they're okay with overpaying him for just one season because they know that they're not going to win the Stanley Cup next season anyway. So it's worth it to just overpay Mark Stahl for one year and then either trade him at the deadline next season or just move on from him uh, when his contract expires at the end of next season. I mean, I, I, Nolan, would you agree with that? Yeah, and I, I think, you know, obviously there's an element to it, too, of he's a veteran guy in the locker room. And I think sometimes that gets a little bit overblown or maybe overvalued. But I think Mark Stahl, of all people, I mean, 999 games with the Rangers, just a, the consummate professional, uh, was a shutdown defenseman on that blue line for a long, long time. And when you look at the Red Wings team last year, like – uh, I, I think the big problem is it's not that they weren't good players, but they weren't good players who added any value long-term or short-term. Mark Stahl, whatever it may be, as as marginal as it might be, has some sort of long-term value simply by being a presence when Mo Sider comes up for his NHL tryout, when uh, Jared McIsaac, if he, if he gets a crack at the NHL this year, Phil Peronik, those guys, as they're trying to learn the game, learn from somebody who they know – has been around the block and, and it's not like just learning from Trevor Daly, which uh, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> I, I, I just went to a place there. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode discussing the first round of the NHL draft, how the Rangers fared, what kind of curveballs were thrown at us from the Rangers or any other team or whatever might have happened. We'll be discussing everything that happened in the first round of the draft. And then, of course, on Wednesday, we'll have the rest of the NHL draft. So we'll have a brand new episode about that as well uh, after the draft concludes. So once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you would like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore rangers once again that is at lo underscore ny underscore rangers thanks again guys i'll see you next time